Thank you for tuning into Sochcast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your favorite show. Raj Naik's talk show Fridays Live features high-profile guests from various walks of life who engage in a free-flowing and inspiring chat with him. Welcome to Fridays Live with me, Raj Naik. My guest this evening is a supermodel, a former Miss India, an actor who has acted in over thirty movies, a fearless human being. She was the winner of the Fear Factor. Katrunga Kiladi season 11 she is a film director and now she hosts a show called Secrets of a Victorious Mind please welcome my dear friend Aarti Chabria all the way from Australia thank you Aarti for joining pleasure is all mine so good to see you same here wonderful and uh, which part of australia are you in i'm in western australia perth in perth and uh, What's the time there right now? Is it too it's late not, for you? Not at all. It's eight thirty p.m. So we're two and a half hours ahead of Mumbai. Okay. Luckily, we're not in Sydney or Melbourne, which has got uh, far uh, steeper time zone difference. Okay, so that's nice. At least you know I won't feel guilty having kept you awake. Not at all. So, it's a pleasure. Arthi, I have been watching Secrets of a Victorious Mind, and I must tell you, I was first of all I was uh, curious with the whole name. It was you know, and mm-hmm. uh, then I. saw the kind of guests you got on it and i was like wow how does she manage to do this i mean what was interesting was to guess get guests from all different parts of the world absolutely and and uh, the last one i watched was where you had a russian and you had a translator and yeah. that was that was amazing so tell me what made you start the secrets of a victorious mind I've been very drawn to spirituality and I read a lot of self-help books since way before I even started acting even before Miss India Worldwide happened back in 98 and I've always been drawn towards uh, learning more about you know our connection with the universe and the divine and how we can use that so with the pandemic coming on I thought it was the best time to actually connect my followers and people that you know know me to this gyan to this wisdom and the methods and the techniques that uh, the people that i follow uh, and i learn from you know with with the people that follow me so i thought it was best to connect the two and spread that wisdom and spread the love you know and that's how secrets of a victorious mind happened because we're all uh, you know trying to win over these tough times and you know gain victory over so many so many little little hurdles that we've been facing during the pandemic and otherwise yeah and who who gave you the name was it Did somebody help you with the name, or it was? No, it was like instant. It was just like I was didn't even have to think about it, and uh, I was sitting on uh, making a creative, and I was like, okay, I want to do a live. This is my first live. I want to do like you know, I want to continuously do this. I never want to stop because I've been I've been delaying this. Somehow I wanted to do it, but I was not able to get myself to doing it. I kept procrastinating on it. and then eventually i sent my first message off to master shri akarshana who uh, is also known as a yogi with the lamborghini and uh, i wasn't sure how he would react but he'd say yes no and i just messaged him as myself you know i said look i really really admire you and what you teach through your posts can we can we do a live and i hadn't even named it then and he said yeah and i was like wow okay so i sat to make the creative um you know to actually post it on my instagram and you know let people know that i'm going to be coming live and and literally i was sitting like this and i was like name name what should we call it what should we call okay secrets of a victorious mind came up and uh, that's how it went so there wasn't too much thinking on it and then one after and after one after another it just uh, you know caught you know caught up really well and a lot of people started uh, accepting the invites and it it worked out just great and now it's it's, it's going well Yeah, it's a. I mean, sounds like my story. I mean, I said I have to do time pass, and I, you know, decided to do this Friday's live. I thought I'll do two, three episodes and see for the fun of it. And uh, well, here I am doing my. I think this is my forty-seventh episode or something like that. That's you know. Awesome! Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you so much. Soon it'll be fifty-two episodes. One year. How time flies. Uh, Great. 
and uh, and it's interesting you know and this show i mean just so that you know i don't know whether you watched friday's live or not but if you I haven't i have yeah. been i just caught up on a lot of them recently yeah so it's basically about people and their life journeys and it's it's more about like we've known each other for so many years but we really really don't know each other you know because we yeah. don't get the chance to speak about your personal lives and things like that mm-hmm. you mentioned former miss uh, miss india you mentioned before you became uh, miss india world as well so where are you from arthi where, where were you born and where were you brought up born and bred in mumbai Mm-hmm. and uh, miss india worldwide happened uh, right after my 10th it wasn't it wasn't the femina miss india this was a different platform uh, with the indian festival committee in new york where uh, 22 indian girls all over the world that were winners of their countries would participate and come together for the miss india worldwide very different from the miss world so yeah a lot of people call that miss world but that's miss india worldwide that happened in 99 november 99 before which i had the miss india queen which i won and then i represented india as miss india india and then the others were miss india mauritius miss india south africa etc and uh, from there how did your uh, how did you get into uh, acting acting so actually i was modeling as a kid since i was about 3 years old uh, i did the first uh, farix ad wow and <laughs> i was on the tin and uh, i i think is that is that a little kid on the farix i mean i remember we grew up with that farix uh, dabba with the kid on the yes. Yes. Yeah, on the on the, on the package yeah mm-hmm. so was that you yes it was i mean there have been quite a few i don't know which one you've seen but yes definitely one of them is me and uh, i still have that tin it's all rusted now mm-hmm. uh, but i i save it and it's a very you know precious possession <laughs> and after that you went on to you went on modeling throughout right I and mean, then yeah a lot of offers started coming in i think i was a cute chubby little kid and uh, it, it happened by coincidence that i got this first ad i wasn't i mean i was really really young you know somebody met my mom and they said oh was such a cute kid do you have a picture we have some ad coming up and my mom you know i don't know whether she was you know, she's like yeah okay yeah, you can keep it i, I think she always you know um fancied being an actor and you know watching you know her said but she never obviously became an actor and uh, you know when i had that opportunity she said okay go for it and she you know had that picture given out to the person who asked for it and uh, that's how farix happened but then that got xeroxed in that time it got copied and sent to so many different people and then we started getting more calls and it you know as i grew and i gained my bearings i think i was just in front of the camera on every other holiday or weekend and i enjoyed it so much that i looked forward to it you know and i i i just grew up knowing knowing that i'm you know an actor i'm in front of the camera and that's what i enjoy and it would give me a great high watching myself on screen and i'd get a lot of mixed reactions in school from my friends from my teachers some of them really liked me and you know stuck by me and some of them just didn't like me because i was on screen so yeah it was uh, unique it was a unique experience doing all those ads because i did like almost 300 ads till i got to the probably 8th uh, standard because then i didn't do anything for 9th and 10th and i was really really busy studying because they were really uh, serious years of schooling you know where you need to give a lot of time and i was a very uh, sincere student so I think uh, 9th and 10th was really hard for me. It was ICSE, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. And then right after that I just wanted to break out and get back to my modeling and get back to, you know, being in the limelight because now lat lag chuki thi na by growing up you're like enjoying this high. <laughs> you know, you can't wait to get back to it. So then Miss India Queen happened, Miss India Worldwide and then uh, music videos, hostings and all of that. Yeah. You, you you just mentioned your mom you said your mom wanted to be an actor so yeah tell me a bit about your parents so mom got married when she was really young i think she was about 18 and she had me when you know just before she turned 19 it was she got married and she had me so her whole life i think she is just uh, you know been by me supporting me directing me you know helping me carve my career and i owe a lot to my parents my dad wasn't very uh, keen uh, you know for me to become an actor he's a doctor he's a dentist and uh, 
you know of course he wanted me to complete my education and do a lot more uh, you know where studying was concerned but then i was so inclined that no force on earth could you know stop me from getting to where i wanted to be and uh, i think uh, someone as passionate as me i think dad had to you know say okay go ahead and do what you have to but make sure that you keep grounded and you you know keep studying and i think that's what i'm doing i i, I still study we are all students right we keep learning but i make it a point to actually like uh, read through books make my points and study life like study things that i also share on secrets of a victorious mind i noticed that even today you put a post on uh, to do with the smile and the and how the brain uh, takes it in the same way whether it's a fake smile or it's a real smile Yeah your brain can't tell uh, between uh, pretense and what is real whatever you tell it, it it it's that's what goes into your subconscious so if you if you actually you know if you're a little tired and you say oh i'm exhausted and i'm finished i'm like dead tired that's it your brain says okay you're dead tired Ping! and then you start feeling like oh shit you're really just wanting to sleep but when you're a little tired and you say oh i'm just a little but i'm going to be fine i feel like Oh, what's going to excite me? Mm. You're changing your frequency right away just by the words you speak, and your brain gets a signal. Oh, she's excited. She's a little tired, but she wants to do something to like pep up the minute. So it kind of releases certain things that makes you feel more energetic, and so you can trick your brain even you know when you're not so happy, but you induce things that make you smile. So start singing a song or go like, so <laughs> keep okay, other people think you're mad, but. if you're inducing that happiness inside you whether it means singing a song or you know laughing uh, more a little more for something that's very trivial it induces the feelings of happiness and 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 calls for it calls reasons to be actually happy interesting <laughs> no i don't know whether you know but i've i've just set up a business in happiness i mean uh, it's called happiness.me yeah i recorded that video for you of course that's brilliant yeah yeah and uh, and this measures the happiness quotient of organizations and its people and it's it's all everything that you just mentioned and underpinned by neuroscience and that's for another day so so coming back i mean uh, you did your modeling and then you did you started with a uh, doing music videos yeah so when did your first break into film happen my first break into films happened when i was hardly um, 17 and a half 18 Uh, Lajja, we were in Film City. We went to meet Rajji, Rajkumar Santoshi, a very big director, of course, um, and you know someone who had made Damini and so many big films. And he was doing a women-centric film called Lajja, which had Madhuri Dixit, Mahima Chaudhary, Manisha Koirala, Rekha Ji, and everybody was doing cameos. And I was offered, uh, you know, also a small role in that. And uh, of course, I wanted to be, you know, proper main lead heroine. But I had to start somewhere. No filmy background, nothing. But I met Rajji with mom, and uh, you know, he told us the role. And he said, okay, there's one new boy opposite you, and that happened to be Sharman Joshi at that time. And he said, you're, you know, scenes with Rekha Ji and Sharman, and this is the role. And you're with Danny, or Danny Denzopa's daughter. and gulshan ji is uh, you know playing danny's brother and da da da, da. And i was like oh, wow this film is huge i want to do it and that's how lajja happened uh, it was a small little audition like a little scene that i did and i had to color my hair jet black because i was playing a village girl because my hair was always very light brown and it had highlights but to play a village girl you know i had to let go of the towny uh, english accent and the highlights So, <laughs> dyed my hair black and played Sushma for Lajja, and that's where the first film happened. And then, of course, there was a music video, Nashahi Nashahi, with Sukhinder Singh, directed by Kabir Lal, who was a very big cinematographer of his time. He still is actually very big, uh, very very talented and amazing. So he uh, did Nashahi Nashahi, and that's how Tumse Acha Kaun happened, because they were looking for a lead actor opposite this boy Nakul Kapoor. who had done ho gayi hai mohabbat which was a big 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 song of that time have you heard that song uh, if you if you sing it for me i will i will be able to mohabbat um say i'm not such a great singer but yeah it was a big song of that time and i was uh, you know offered that film because they saw me in nashahi nashahi 
and uh, I just kept zipped about Lajja. I didn't want to talk about it because obviously there were so many people in the film that you know I didn't know where it was going to take me career-wise. Of course, they got to know about it and they were okay. And Venus was producing it, Ratan Jain, and uh, that's how my first debut film as main lead actor happened. Yeah. And 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 then you went on to do a lot of uh, South Indian movies. I did Hindi and South Indian. So Avara Pagal Divana. A lot of people think that that was my debut film, where I played like this whole Tapori NRI girl opposite Akshay Kumar, and that was like my film that really got me a lot of fame. But Tumse Acha Kone was actually my debut film, and I signed Avara Pagal Divana even before Tumse Acha Kone released. So it was a big thing being a new actress and having these two films, and then I signed another two in the south, one Kannada and one Telugu. So I was doing, you know, four films together and shuffling and you know traveling back and forth to Hyderabad, to Bangalore, to Bombay, and then going to Spain for a song. And I was like suddenly flying high, you know, between. I think uh, this all happened around two thousand one to like two thousand three, and then of course a lot of south films and all of that happened. Yeah. It was interesting. I think it was the best years of my life. You know, the experiences that I can never forget. Like this Sochcast. Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So I'm just going back a little. So yeah. growing up and from the age of three, or uh, you know, being in front of the camera. Probably that time you're too young to realize it, but then you've been in the front of the camera ever since. That's what you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think that you missed and what you gained? Do you think you missed anything in the process? Um, I missed. Uh, I missed times with my friends, like building relations and you know spending time, chilling out, enjoying, going for movies, bunking college, doing the normal stuff. But do I regret it? No. I missed a lot of things that that age, you know, could have got me. But I have no regrets because uh, I was working towards my passion. And even though it seemed as work to everybody else, for me, I was just enjoying. I was on a perpetual holiday. When you enjoy what you do, you don't feel you're really doing mehnat and you're working. Like if I could, like I could be working on Saturday, Sunday, and then being off all through the week, and then sometimes feeling like, ah, oh, when is my shoot going to start? You know. So I feel I haven't worked a single day of my life. I've just um, been in bliss, enjoying every part of it. So I don't think I really missed out, missed out on anything. And uh, my my parents have been by me a lot of times. Uh, people didn't look at it very nicely because I always had mom on set with me, and I was really young also. And dad would never like me to go alone, so mom would be with me and. Uh, Sometimes dad would join us too, so it was like I wasn't missing out being with family or anything. <laughs> I mean, it it takes a lot for a parent to encourage their child at that age, you know, to let yeah. them pursue and follow their dream. And uh, <laughs> if you had not become an actor, what would you have been? Formula One driver, <laughs> racer. <laughs> are you interested in Formula One? I mean, are you? Do you watch it? <laughs> no, I like. I, I, I'm just joking. I actually like fast cars. I like driving. I like, uh, you know, I, I just like fast cars. I think that's what attracted me. Even though Khatro ke Khiladi, I like deep sea diving and I like swimming and you know, I like all these adventurous things. Um, what would I really be? Okay, serious answer. I don't know. I think I can be anything that I choose to be. And um, like, I chose to be a director recently, and I went and I studied direction at the New York Film Academy in 2012, right in the middle of my career, because 2011, um, that was season four, Khatro ke Khiladi, I won. And then, obviously, people would have thought I'd do more stuff in terms of films here, but I went away to New York to study film direction. So I believe that it's not necessary that one person has to stick to doing just one thing just because. You know, people have given you a label. Okay, actress है तो क्या फिल्म ही करनी है? नहीं, you can I'm do something. I spent thirty years in media, thirty thirty three years in media, and I'm doing something completely out of my comfort zone at the moment. And you enjoy it, right? So you you I'm, you follow. I'm loving it. Yeah, I think I think if we follow our calling and we don't let any of these labels define us and design us, and we design our own life the way we want to. ठीक है डायरेक्टर बनना है डायरेक्टर बनो ठीक है लाइव शो के होस्ट का होस्ट बनना है वो करो आई थिंक यू गॉट टू फॉलो योर हार्ट एंड नॉट व्हेन यू लुक बैक यू डोंट यू डोंट यू शुड फील लाइक यू मिस्ड आउट ऑन एनीथिंग यू नो 
तो दिल खोल के दिल भर यू नो भर के जस्ट डू वॉट यू वॉन्ट डू दैट्स वर आई दैट्स वर आई बिलीव इन लेट पीपल थिंक जज वर एवर आई मीन ऑन इंस्टाग्राम आई हाई सो माई फॉलोअर्स गोइंग लाइक दिस वेन आई स्टार्ट सीक्रेट बिकॉज नो बडी वॉन्टेड मी टू बी टॉकिंग अबाउट द यूनिवर्स एंड माइंड एंड ऑल दे प्रॉबली वॉन्टेड जस्ट यू नो रियली नाइस ग्लैमरस पिक्चर्स सो आई सो दिस हैपनिंग एंड देन आई सो दिस हैपनिंग सो इट काइंड ऑफ मेड अप and it kind of equalized because there were there was another budding growing audience that wanted me to talk about what i was what i am talking about so life finds its ways right as long as you follow your calling yeah that's true and mm-hmm. and it's interesting how and you know uh, one of the things i think the pandemic has actually taught you is uh, this is one period i think people have stopped judging others you know yeah. because everybody's gone through the same storm and so everybody's realized what life is all about and uh, i think people are being more grateful and uh, in fact uh, a very dear friend of mine you know i've been asking people to send me videos and uh, you sent one and it still has to be socialized and uh, she's she's an ex anchor with cnbc and she's now based in hong kong uh, and i asked her to send me a video and she sent me a video and it was very interesting in that video she said what's happiness and spoke about happiness and she said you know we often use this word in pursuit of happiness and she said but i don't like that sentence because i love the movie i watched the movie i love the movie but i don't like that sentence because because what it makes you believe is that happiness is a moving target and we have to do x y and z to get happiness you know she said i'm not saying you shouldn't have ambition you shouldn't have desire you shouldn't have a goal mm-hmm. but it's also important to appreciate what you have mm. at the moment to be grateful for what you have mm. and that's happiness in itself you know i found it so interesting and one of the things with all these videos that i'm collecting and putting out there everybody has a different take everybody has a different take of course there are certain duplications because people look at it from similar angles but that's fine but uh, but there's so much i mean i was telling somebody over a period of time if people just watch all the videos they would have done a phd on the subject <laughs> so true <laughs> right and like attracts like right so when you keep talking about happiness and you keep watching about what happiness is to other people you're attracting more happiness so what you focus on what you think about and what you think about you bring about it's it's what you magnetize into your life so you mentioned katronka kiladi a little mm-hmm. while ago so tell me yeah. what made you do katronka kiladi because it's not an easy show to do yeah absolutely um so i think i was in a bit of a rebellious mode at that time and i wanted to uh do something that was going to seriously challenge me and i didn't want to do anything that was run off the mill and uh, i i thought that i would be able to have fun with some adventurous stuff and you know see how far i could go because if i wouldn't do it at that time i don't know when i would do it again i mean probably i'd get offered again but i don't know whether i'd be in that state of mind where i'd say yes let's do it so when it got offered i had just finished a film called uh, das tola which was with manoj bajpayee again i played a village girl long hair seedhi saadi i was like nahi i want to now break out and do something different you know so khatru ke khiladi was offered and uh, you know my parents were like no i we don't think you should be doing it why do you want to go do all those stunts who do you want to prove what to i was like I'm not proving anything to anybody. I just want to go and have fun. It's in Cape Town, and I love traveling. I'm going to go to Cape Town. You're like, and yeah. it's a beautiful city. It's uh, it's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Yeah, you bet. And uh, I was like, so many people. It's going to be so much fun. And they're like, Patani, isko kya ho gaya? <laughs> and the next thing I knew, I was signing on the papers, and uh, I, sh- you know, shared it with my parents. They're like, you know what you've signed on? You've signed on stuff saying that you're, you know, you you you're not taking the risk, and they're not taking the risk. You signed an indemnity, yeah. Indemnity, and I was like, uh, yeah. I'm like, but they're so sure that we're going to be safe. I mean, nothing happens to anybody. Of course, everybody's safe at the end of the day. they were not happy with it but i was like i'm going and i remember that day i went to the terrace and i lied flat on the mattress 
and I looked up at the stars and the moon and I was like Jai Bajrang Bali you know I've said yes you helped me through it and I think throughout that time that I was in Cape Town doing Khadro Ikhilari I was just praying I'm a Hanuman Bhakt and I think I was just praying 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 throughout and uh, went through so many different stunts lost so many stunts got thrown out probably in the first three episodes came back as a wild card you know you were in Viacom that time right and um, it was a crazy experience i totally enjoyed it i mean very uh, amazing that we won at, at the end but overall it was a great experience did you have ever have any phobia about insects and things like that of course oh my god which phobia did i not have <sighs> scared of fire fear of darkness fear of insects um I was really happy that nothing would have to go into the mouth like you know no insect or any dirty dirty stuff because it was being sponsored by thumbs up at that time and thumbs up said only thumbs up can go into the mouth so I was like yeah I don't have to eat any rubbish <laughs> that's good and baki ka jo bhi hai wo jhel lenge dekh lenge yeah so, of course you know you know I was buried uh, <laughs> underground in a coffin with 101 rats on my body <laughs> so what was that experience <laughs> it was um so i was in a coffin and there were it was completely pitch dark i mean i couldn't see my own hands right and my partner dhawal had to dig out the the sand you know with a sh- shovel over the coffin and save me within a specific time yeah yeah and and, and they had to calculate the time and whoever does it you know uh, at the sh- yes. the shorter the time the better it is the longer you take then you know you have to do the next stunt of the day so i was inside the coffin i thought it was dark so i was doing my hanuman chalisa and in between i was so scared that i was abusing in between so i was like janaman and i didn't realize raji y'all had infrared cameras inside capturing all of that <laughs> i remember when it came on tv it was like Jai Hanuman Gyan Peep and I was like oh no I didn't know this was being captured and I was on air I thought only the outside of the coffin was going to be captured <laughs> so it was quite wild that was one of my worst stunts that was the time I so we had I think something like this where we were very safe quit but maine kasam khai thi I'd like sworn that I'm not going to quit no matter what haar jaungi lekin quit nahi karungi main So that was one stunt that I was really, really not uh, wanting to do because imagine having hundred and one rats like going. But the, but, but uh, you knew beforehand, right? That this is the stunt. You are told beforehand that this. Yeah, is of course, of course. That was the time I wanted to quit. Once I went in, I wasn't going to quit. I was going to go through it. But yeah. what was the thoughts that went to your mind when when you decided to do it? <laughs> Uh, there was only one thought in my mind uh, throughout. I won't, uh, you know, I won't um, mince my words. It was that I wanted to win, and uh, I was very focused on on that. I didn't know how. I just uh, kept visualizing and imagining myself come out as a winner. And I had a guru, a mentor, who, uh, you know, would always kind of coach me as to how I should use my mind. His name is Sanjeev Puri. He's also a writer. and uh, I, i kept using my visualization techniques and i kept uh, praying at the same time and uh, that's what was going on in my mind throughout that i am going to stick to this and i'm going to do my best no matter what i'm not going to quit even if i lose and become last it's fine but i'm not going to quit i want to win this that's that's was that, that's what was in my mind yeah <laughs> never quit no no way <laughs> never <sighs> So Aarti you had a successful career and uh, you done been there done that if that's the right word right <laughs> so so tell me what if you had to mention the highs and lows of your career what would that mm-hmm. be um there's so many things i'd like to say but then i'd have to mention okay. people you have all have the time you have all the time don't worry <laughs> so i think highs and lows happen in every uh, in every career and, and just like that even in mine with uh, acting and films um there were hits there were flops there were good decisions there were bad decisions there were people who promised films and then those films never started and there were films i signed and then my ro- my role was chopped off in some of them and there were politics that i was dealing with and there were you know so much um, 
so much emotionally mentally that was uh, being dealt with at that time which wasn't easy at all but thanks to uh, thanks to my parents and my family that i just kept so grounded and and i didn't let anything else really affect me to a point where you know normally if you're not with your family say you come from some village in india and you know you're living probably with a group of friends in a house and you're struggling these things could get to you and make you take very serious decisions um mentally it like plays up on you uh luckily that wasn't happening i had family so i had that grounding and uh, but it's not like i didn't go through hell it i i did did go through hell not once many many times through my career there were days i would cry there were days i would uh, you know get into a, so many discussions arguments with my mom and my father and i tell them but this but that but that and then they'd have their things when i'm talking about films you know like decisions towards films sometimes decisions not to do certain films i won't go into the nitty gritties of it because i wouldn't be comfortable yeah. actually uh, you know no, talking enough. about it but but yeah it, it's been tough and 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 we've dealt with it yeah like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store and what are the highs you mentioned the lows you, the highs <laughs> the highs the highs were uh, being able to work with uh, such amazing people in the industry so whether it was working with akshay uh, akshay kumar sunil shetty and you know the entire team parish ji and all of them and avara pagal divana all each and every actor um and and that being becoming such a big hit uh, i think that was a great high and then being able to work with govinda ji and david dhawan and you know salman khan and you know all these lovely actors that i met and learned so much from through my journey those were my highs and even sometimes when films didn't work out it was still a high because the experience was so beautiful the friendships that you know came along and the connections that got built you know during the way were so are so precious still today and the learnings and the experiences that i've taken home i, I don't think anything can compare to that so those were my highs you know I think uh, it's not just about winning and losing having a hit or a flop it's the connections that you make which are the you know most important things for me yeah so which uh, of all the things you've done which one would you say is your was the most beautiful experience or something that will always be special to you I would definitely say Avara Pagal Deewana uh, shootout at Lokhanwala which was with Sanjay Gupta and uh, the entire team of shootout and uh, and uh, dastola with manoj ji which was directed by joy three films that i really 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 loved working on and uh, three films that i really really cherish yeah what was different about these three movies <laughs> i think uh, the roles that i played in them the characters that i played in them and uh, the whole experience because uh, I study I study characters and I study people since a young age like I told you I like reading and I like people watching and um, I think I think the character that I played in Avara Pagal Deewana it, it you know I had to audition for that and they were looking for someone who had that very uh, tapori kind of body language and her hindi was a little bit of english hindi because I I lived in town and you know everywhere I went they didn't like my hindi but this worked perfectly for my role because it was you know an nri girl who's in love with dons and she says eh bidu tere ko milne ko hai tapkane ko nahi and you know suddenly you're like eh this is such a dainty looking classy looking thing talking in full like you know uh you know uh, tapori language so i think that was really interesting for me uh, neeraj bora the writer of the film i remember um you know working on this uh, scene with him and that was the first scene of avara pagal deewana that we shot where I actually meet akshay and i'm telling him uh, you know this this whole dialogue and i'm telling him kya atharo jail mein aru ki smuggling karta tha and that whole that whole dialogue and vikram bhat is the director of the film and um, i remember my first day on shoot i was perfectly ready i was wearing this tight short skirt and this top and um, i had to walk from my makeup room i didn't have a vanity i was in a makeup room and i had to walk from my makeup room to the you know filmistan set i was raining really heavily and i walked out my boy was with me my mom was behind me and we were walking 
and uh, everybody was already on set you know akshay sir and sunil sir aftab paresh ji everybody and i slipped and fell in the kitchen in muck and the whole muck was on my dress on my face first day of shoot ah huh? and such a big film and ye koi nayi actress aa rahi hai you know akshay ke opposite liye aarti chhabreya karke aise matlab kahani banta hai na rajji waise ha to so i was walking to set and this 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 happened and then i was like my confidence and my entire self esteem was suddenly down to zero i had to go back change look for a change retouch up my makeup and then i get to know that people are waiting on set for me and i'm like you know just dying of guilt like how can you be late on the first day of of a film where you know you such big stars so that that was one day i can never forget got back to set but they were also sweet of course yeah but but well, how did you handle that situation what crossed your mind um nothing i just wanted to get on set and do my scene really well and i remember rehearsing that scene so much with neeraj vora uh neeraj ji who's of course no more today but yeah and then when i actually got to set and did that scene i had a standing ovation like i remember even the light boys and everybody because one shot take and everybody was clapping and i was like god i made up for that for what that happened and yeah it, it went well and we moved on to the next scene and it went even better so yeah so uh how is it different working in south indian movies and hindi movies what's the difference since um, you've done it's not very different it's just that uh, i don't understand what's going on like i don't hear i don't understand their conversations that go across me which is a lot so i'm like literally just in zen because i'm just focusing on my scene and what i need to do in hindi in the hindi on the hindi set i know exactly what's going on baby come undi kato idhar se udhar jao crane lao ye you know you know what's going on so that's the only difference um another difference is they start a bit earlier in the south i remember waking up at 4 in the morning and doing makeup in the car in the dark while bumping with the and putting eyeliner and then <laughs> reaching set but if they said they wanted me at 5 they wanted me at 5 am and i would be there so films after films i was waking up at 4 and getting to set by like 5:30 and they were rolling at 6 everybody very very disciplined and on time of course in our hindi films we usually start at 9 o'clock or max 7 o'clock but not really like 6 o'clock unless you're doing a sunrise shot or something that's a difference so in in, in a nutshell you'd say it's far more disciplined in the south and far more professional would, would that be the right thing to say no 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 discipline and professional even where in hindi of course it's just that they start time a little late okay yeah time schedule but if they say 9 they start at 9 i mean you can't i mean i wouldn't land up i wouldn't dare land up at 10 o'clock for a 9 o'clock shoot i i always come to us in advance even if my makeup's going to take an hour i i want to be there early like today also i was there 10 minutes earlier right yes i noticed that i noticed that <laughs> I like being on time. I really like to respect time, and then time respects you. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I also go live because <laughs> my guests have to be on time. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you know, maybe I'll get a phone call saying, "Raj, I'm, you know, I'm running late, ten minutes or fifteen minutes." So when it's live, people have to be on time. True, true, true. So this is a trick question for you. Okay. Do you remember when was the last time you met me? Why is it a trick question? You remember? Yeah. Well, I think it was uh, one of the colors parties. No. No, it was in Mumbai Varanasi Express the the premiere of That's uh, right. uh, That's Yeah, right. yeah, the Jagran. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Of course, of course. I remember. It was at a Fun Republic in Bombay in Andheri where the first screening happened and I invited you and I was so thrilled and i still am i'm so grateful to you for making it um it was the most special day of my life mumbai varanasi express the first day my first directorial debut even as producer and what a what a brilliant movie i mean if uh, for those of you who haven't seen it go to youtube and please watch mumbai to varanasi it's an amazing film and uh, there is a messaging in it as well so it's it's a it's a must watch i would say it's a must watch and it's a very heartwarming uh, heart and it's uh, and you did a fabulous job 
So Thank what you. made you? So <laughs> what made you think of doing direction? I mean, just that you thought I'll do something different or take a break from acting. Um, so actually, the roles that I was getting were quite. Uh, they were not really satiating my creative. Uh, you know, my creative want of. you know playing different roles and characters the the roles that i wanted weren't coming to me and the ones that were coming to me i wasn't feeling very interested and drawn towards and i was like how long am i just going to sit here and just wait for the right stuff to happen and um i think i'm a lot more than an actor and thankfully i i like using my mind and being creative so i'm not someone who can just let go and say are ठीक है जो आ रहा है चलो करो सो आई सेड ओके लेट मी गो टू यू नो प्रॉपर फिल्म इंस्टीट्यूट स्टडी डिरेक्शन एंड लर्न वॉट हैपन्स बिहाइंड द कैमरा इफ नॉट फॉर एनीथिंग इट विल मेक मी अ बेटर एक्टर यू नो टू बी एबल टू अंडरस्टैंड द राइट परस्पेक्टिव लेंसेज लाइटिंग साउंड एडिटिंग कैसे होता है क्या होता है क्यों होता है यू नो एक्टर्स के लिए वो समझना इज लाइक इज जस्ट लाइक यू नो ब्रेकिंग द ग्लास सीलिंग एंड यूर सींग यू नो अलॉट मोर सो So I I I just took an F1 and on a student visa I told my parents I'm taking off for these few months and I'm going to live a life of a student and I'm going to travel by the metro and don't worry about me and I'll you know I'll just where, where, which part of New York did you stay Manhattan Union Union Square yeah oh, Union. In, yeah yeah so for one month I stayed with a friend of mine uh and then one month I lived in uh, Union Square in Union Park you know Union Square and um Yeah, it was. It was again a very unique experience, carrying light equipment and AC equipment and everything. It was, yeah, yeah. So then, so I, I missed your question. Sorry, what, I missed the line of what I was saying. No, no, I was asking which part. Of, yeah, huh. remember? No, I said what made you go and hmm. uh, do direction and which part of New York you stayed. I'm mean, just because right. both my daughters, both my daughters uh, studied in New York and they, you know, so they had they lived, they had apartments at that moment. in different parts of the place so i was just asking you because one of them lived very close to union square as well oh wow and what did she study no this is uh, the first one went to ucla did her undergrad there and then she went to columbia Ooh. to do her masters now now she's doing a phd uh, she's in boston yes. and uh, the second one wanted to be an want, wants to be an actor and Fantastic. so she, so she went and spent a year in new york working with the uh, uh, studying at least strasburg and she's come back and the pandemic has hit so hopefully she will have the same career struggle that you had and uh, let's know i'm sure i hope it's easier for her yeah. you have the right connections i really pray it's easier for her i hope connections work <laughs> so quick question coming back Please. to you do you feel now that uh, uh, what do you say the web series and ott platforms has come you think it's become yeah. easier for actors i mean have you ever thought of it or have you done anything um because the kind of roles here can be different right and much yeah. more yeah so ott platforms expect uh, they've moved to a lot more bolder roles for women where they expect a lot more um that is something that i would have to consider when the offer comes in uh being a part of an ott platform series is something that is interesting where uh you know you have a solid character that runs through an entire season um what what gets offered you know i mean i've been getting a lot of offers but of course i've been here in perth and uh, my focus has been elsewhere but when i refocus back on my career then i will consider what gets offered to me it's definitely interesting but i'm not uh, i'm i'm not i'm not feeling drawn towards any particular role as of now yet so until i find something that really is going to be worth my while so tell me what took you to perth <laughs> so I got married in 2019, and uh, my husband lives in Perth and Mumbai and Mauritius. So he keeps traveling, and the whole the whole thing was that we were going to settle in Mumbai and then travel back to Perth and all over the world wherever his work took him. But then, with the pandemic, you know that that happened, we had to make a decision to be here in Western Australia, which was the safest and the best place to be in. one for his work two for the pandemic and keeping my you know our family safe because we would still need to go out there and do what we need to do and living at home would mean you know jeopardizing their health so we decided to be here in western australia and so all of 2019 i was back to mumbai almost every other month doing ads doing you know something or another 
acting wise career wise and i enjoyed it thoroughly and i was like yeah this is too good traveling to perth traveling to mauritius coming to bombay this is like a dream come true until in february 2020 was the last time i came to mumbai and ever since then when i came back the borders shut here in australia and you know the news came out that if you're an um, australian citizen you can't leave the country and if you're not like obviously i'm an indian citizen yet i'm not an australian yeah, citizen yeah. so being an indian citizen if i leave the country i can't come back, come back. <laughs> so that would mean staying away from my husband right and that is not something that i you know would like to do of course i've been away from family but then uh, i guess my family has uh, brought me up with the thinking that you know once you get married then you you stick with your husband and you come visit us you can't stay with us and then visit your husband <laughs> it has to be the other way around so i just chose what's right for me um as of now like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store Yeah, but it's much easier now. You can do FaceTime every day. You can talk. It's not like the earlier days when you never got to see the person or you didn't know what was happening, right? Thank God. God bless technology. Yeah, but I still miss that touch. I miss hugging my family, and I miss lying down next to mom and cozying up with her. I just, I miss them. I miss that closeness. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll all soon. You'll be able to do that. At least we hope so. Hope so. so Tell me about your husband. How did you guys meet? So this was an arranged marriage, and quite surprising for a person like me who's a die-hard romantic and completely believes in love and love marriages. Um, for so many years, I kept not looking for the right person, but I felt like I was not meeting the right person, and I felt like you know, why is this happening to me? And uh, uh, then again, I moved to spirituality and moved to a lot of different modalities that kept. bringing me in sync with my center until i think the right time came for me where i probably touched the right frequency in my life and then i got introduced to my husband um and we met you know we met just over 4 days he flew down from perth to mumbai and i remember it was republic day and uh, he spent 3 days on the third day i prayed to god i said his car flight miss kara do kuch kara do he should not go back i want one more day with this guy i want to know him a little more and he missed his flight and he stayed over one more day so i had 4 days did, with him in mumbai did he do it purposely i asked him later <laughs> no 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 the actually the flight got missed and he feels damn scared now he's like with your mind you make things happen i was like only if it's in the benefit of all never for you know i mean no harm caused to anybody aren't you happy you stayed one day extra and he says yeah so four days we met and the next month we were engaged and in two months we got married it was like chatmangni padbya and what is what does he do So he's a chartered accountant and he specializes in international tax and he deals with a lot of multi-billion dollar companies and uh, yeah he is, he has a total different background in finance and entrepreneurship he studied at Cambridge and he studied entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship so very different from my creative industry but uh, very inclined to music so he plays the guitar and he plays the mouth organ he plays the keyboard and uh, Uh, I I I I think I fell for him because he was a, a mix of you know a very intelligent person with someone who's musically and creatively inclined, and that's uh, something that really attracted me to him. Apart from being a great guy, yeah. And of the, all the three places, you had the luxury of staying in Mauritius, Perth, and Mumbai. <laughs> so yeah, because his parents are in Mauritius. So he's born and bred there even though his mom's from Mumbai and he's a Sindhi like me like you know uh but uh, yeah his family's from Mauritius and his works in Perth and his works in Mumbai so we can go triangle so, No it's it's <laughs> nice to go to all three places but if you had to pick one of these three places which one do you like the most <gasps> Mumbai 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 I love Mumbai I love my India I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't choose anything over India. I'm a die-hard Indian patriot. Now it was fabulous speaking to you, Arti. And uh, just yeah. I want to ask you one thing. You uh, tell me your thing on spirituality. You mentioned it was even before you got into 
modeling and uh, not modeling i'm getting into films and things like that mm-hmm. and now you are doing this show victorious mind right and uh, <laughs> do you plan to pursue this as a career as some, something like that um so the thing is i'm very serious about uh, you know victorious mind and it's not just a chat show but it is something i want to take to the next level where uh, we have programs that i'm building uh, for people so that they can sign up and actually go through 10 week programs in different uh, genres so you know from having a foundation course like i have my flagship program which is now ready which is for struggling single people it's a 10 week video tutorial course and it's called the perfect soulmate where you actually go through your self work and it's based on metaphysical spirituality you know laws of the universe and all of that and in those 10 weeks you um reach an energetic level where you attract the right person into your life so there are different programs like that and that's going to be on my website victoriousmindpower.com which is due to launch soon it's not yet been launched but this is the first time i'm talking about it on your show so hey i'm got you to say something that you wouldn't have told otherwise Absolutely it's a big secret which is now out thanks to you yeah, Rajesh so media please pick it up and give credit to Friday's live <laughs> Absolutely absolutely Now great wonderful speaking to you i think it, i mean i could go on but you know it's we've already spoken for almost an hour now Yeah i know yeah. thank you so much such a pleasure being with you i've always been so 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 fond of you uh, every time we've met i mean i didn't even expect for you to make it to the premiere of my small little short film mumbai varanasi express and when you made it i was i was like i uh, felt so much gratitude thank you again for being so down to earth so humble you know i mean i'm sure everybody knows about your background about you know being with ycom and all the other lovely work that you've done and you've been at you know such great levels in your life and you're still so uh, down to earth and sweet and i think it's also your family that keeps you so grounded you know your pictures yeah. with your mom really touch my heart and uh, i really admire you to daughters i have to give them credit they are the they are the ones who make sure that my balloon the moment it inflates a bit they to take a pin and prick it you know <laughs> So yeah, lots of love. Lots of love to the ladies in your house, your wife, your children, and your mom. Yes, and same. Give my regards to your husband, and hopefully, when all this is over, we'll catch up. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Good luck thank and all the best with Friday's life. Yes, thank you, Arti. Thank you so much. Pleasure, Zona. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this Sochcast. What is your Soch? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own Sochcast at Sochcast. Apni soch, dunia ko sunao. Sochcast.